0: The maze car slotted into Molly, the seats unlocked. Exit, please. Jessica didn't resist as Logan guided her through the hatch. The platform buried in green-black fathoms creaked and shifted, shifted and creaked beneath them. The great surging skin of the Pacific pressured in against the bubble glass. The air held an odor of iron and age, a smell of medicated wounds. All right, said Logan, so I've got a DS gun, and back in my unit I've got a black tunic to match it but now I'm a runner, just as you are. Sandmen don't run, she said flatly. And sandmen don't eat, and sandmen don't breathe, and sandmen don't get tired. Well, I'm tired. I'm tired, and I'm hungry, and I'm sick of being jumped and kicked at and hated. She looked at him coldly. You're a monster. You've chased and killed people like my brother, whose only sin was wanting to live another day. Abruptly, she swung away from him and ran. She ran as a deer in panic runs, heedlessly, blindly, driven forward by the desire to put distance between herself and the hunter. A spiral of metal steps carried her upward, her feet rattled against metal cleats leaving an echo path for Logan to follow. She pounded along a narrow culture corridor lined with flashing sea life. Squid and porpoise and eel, shark and barracuda, and the trunk turtle marked her passage. Ahead of her, the corridor dead-ended, at a tall, durasteel door, controlled by a bar of chilled iron. Jess threw herself at the bar, tugging, drawing her body's weight against it. A dry grass hiss, a rush of heat, and just one inch from Jessica's head, an armored steg harpoon buried itself in the steel door. Wait up there, girl. Open that hatch and the sea will take us both. Standing, wide-legged, holding a prime steg launcher and two bloated hands, was an incredible figure. Hormones had gone wild in him. A rampaging thyroid had built a giant. His bristled head brushed the corridor ceiling. An oil slicker the color of midnight draped his swollen frame. His face was a moon. His name was Whale. Look out! Jess pointed down the corridor at Logan. Whale billowed about. Seeing the gun in Logan's belt, his eyes vanished in moon flesh. The Steg launcher fixed its metal eye on Logan's stomach. What's this? Told to wait for two runners, and what do I get? Runner don't chase a runner. He's with DS, snapped Jess. Whale considered this placidly. A sudden thudding in the depth of the bubble city, another collapsing bulkhead. Whale flinched, his great mass rippling. I'm a runner, said Logan. I tried to tell her, but she wouldn't believe me. So why should I? asked Whale. He held up a thick hand, opened sausage fingers, a charcoal thyme flower with loft and folded flesh. The steg launcher did not waver. Anger and frustration clouded Logan's mind. Anything he said could kill him. Now just you ease out that gun and put it on the deck, my lad, rumbled Whale. With the deliberate control of a glass dancer, Logan placed the gun on the floor, eyes never leaving the cold bore of the steg launcher which moved to cover him. Now, said Whale, let's us all take a little march through Molly." They moved up the slanting wall of a slimed compartment, along a twisting catwalk suspended over blackness through a beam jungle of ripped and bent conveyors acrid with the smell of spilled oil and brine. The water climbed their legs until it took them at thigh level. Whale undogged a beaded bulk hatch and pushed Logan through ahead of him. Wet tonnages drummed the chamber. In this small coffin space the ocean was a living presence. The sledging boom of iced undersea tides quaked the walls and dust powdered down in damp brown showers. Whale fixed Logan with his eyes. "'If you want to live, mate,' You'll help Molly fight her battle. Now just you put your weight to that wall. The mountain of man squeezed back, out of the chamber. When the bulkhead goes, you go with it. Wait, cried Jess. She blocked the hatch. You're not leaving him here. Whale rumbled. Where else? Molly needs him. But then you're no better than he is, a killer. A man kills to save himself. He brushed her aside, slammed the hatch, and dogged it. Outside he handed her a key "Use this at 10:40 for the next car and you'd better step you know where the landing is" In the sweating dark Logan felt despair his last hope was gone he was dead and he knew it now he felt as a runner feels feared as a runner fears He traced the sweep of flexing coffin with searching fingers no openings nothing to use on the hatch why hadn't he taken his chances against the harpoon? It ripped your gut out, but at least it was quick. The Pacific leaned its weight against the chamber. Water dripped continually, increasing in volume. Logan with chest deep in the cold.